Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on The Bigger Picture. Well, these days, there's no shortage of things to worry about. You've got the Ukraine-Russia war, worries about rising inflationary pressures, as well as a potential recession around the corner. So what should investors do? Well, one way is to look at uncorrelated assets. These are typically assets which are less sensitive to the economic outlook. And here's where it gets interesting. Biotech stocks could be the ones to watch out for. And that's according to Jordan Stewart. He is the US Equities Portfolio Manager for Federated Hermes. Now, Jordan, let's start things first with how things are changing. How are you readjusting your playbook versus last year, versus this year? Yeah, so the economy's slowing. At what pace, you know, by how much, not really sure, but whether the we like it or not, the Fed is slowing the economy. The economy's slowing after the COVID bubble pop, and rates are probably going to respond to that. Um, rates might not necessarily go as low as they were in 2020, but, you know, this is going to be a different playbook the next 12, 18 months than we saw the last 12 or 18 months, and we think growth stocks are poised to pick back up after value had its turn for a while. Yeah, Jordan, that's been on the minds of many people, you know, mm-hmm. Fed rate hikes and what it might mean for the recession or potential recession. Mm-hmm. And this is why you've got biotech on your radar. That's one of the places you think is going to offer a great opportunity to diversify into. Yeah, look, it's it's one of the cheapest places in the market on a relative basis. Um, 15% of small cap biotechs are trading below cash. Um, the sell-off from March of 21 through the bottom, probably the bottom was June of 2022, was down 65%. And the overhang um, with DC legislation and M&A has passed. And this is a place that's more correlated to interest rates and less correlated to the economy that these companies, I mean, if, if the science works, the stocks work. Yeah, but I think if you've got to take us back, why did it have that sell-off in the first place? Was it because of the COVID-19 um, pandemic just being behind us? Yeah, yeah, it, it was uncorrelated asset, acyclical market. Um, so many companies coming to coming public in 21 in the biotech space, so much innovation happening in that space that it, it became a really crowded trade. And, and that reversed and it came down. And what happened is everything was sold off no one asked any questions. And now you kind of sift through the rubble. There's some really good opportunities out there. All right. When you look back um, in, at some of the top performers, what would you be keeping an eye on? I think companies that have catalysts coming up that have real data, um, companies that have new drugs that are, that are expected to be approved this year, um, companies that have a, a lot of value, but maybe the market is underappreciating that, and then companies that could be taken out. Uh, I, I think about the largest, so the top 10 or 15 pharmaceutical companies globally have anywhere from 20 to 50% of their revenue that could come off patent. So if you're working for one of those big companies or on the board, you're going to say, we have to buy new or smaller companies and build that pipeline. Now, Jordan, let's talk about what's happening with the valuations right now. And you talked about that 65% drop in um, share prices. And this is possibly going to mean there are a lot of opportunities for M&A. Yeah, that's, that's key here. Look, these companies, they don't have debt. Um, they've sold off a lot. There, there was a lot of investor interest. Now there's almost no generalist investor interest. Uh, and, and as I mentioned, the patent roll-off that's happening for a lot of the major uh, mega-cap pharmaceutical companies who have a ton of cash on their balance sheets need to rebuild that pipeline. So I, I do expect M&A to pick up pretty swiftly here. We're chatting with Jordan Stewart. He is the U.S. Growth Equities Portfolio Manager for Federated Hermes. And now, Jordan, let's take our attention to 
the IPO market these days? No, you've got a lot of prospects for growth. Where is it coming from? Yeah, look, uh, the IPO market is going through um, a digestion period. Uh, we had 700 IPOs in 2021, record, more, more than 1999. Um, last year, there was only around 70 in the U.S. Uh, the next couple of years, there's going to be great opportunities for IPOs. Uh, they're not going to be on CNBC, high five, and stocks aren't going to be up 100% in day one, but they're going to be better quality companies at really good valuation. And I think about what happened after the dot-com bubble. Um, 2002 was the bottom of, of the market. And then you started to see 5, 10, 15 IPOs come out kind of per month, better quality. Two of them, we talked about uh, Google and Salesforce went public the summer of 2004. And so I think there's going to be, you know, going forward, probably the next 9, 12 months, better quality companies, better valuation that is going to be much different from what we saw the last couple of years. Now, how much is the investor appetite for these IPOs? Because in the backdrop is also high interest rates. So I imagine to some degree, there would be some um, tempering of uh, appetite. Yeah, yeah, there definitely will be. um, But that that creates the opportunity. Um, Companies who need capital, who can't get capital in the private markets are going to have to go public. And we love that recipe because these are going to be companies, again, where we can name our price, better valuation, and higher quality companies, um, there's, there's a whole list of them, um, quite a few Asian companies as well. Um, we were talking about Flipkart, uh, others that have, have discussed maybe going public this year. And again, going this year versus a couple years ago, the valuation could be half. Are they coming from the growth space or the value space? Yeah, it's kind of mixed. There, there's been some energy companies that have gone public. There's been some banks um, recently. But um, I, you know, I, I, there's still a lot of great tech companies, um, biotech as well. Um, you know, e-commerce and, and real estate that's out there. So we'll kind of see what, what shapes up. Uh, a lot of investment bankers are saying that, you know, things should pick up in the second half of 23. Um, but, you know, we're already seeing, you know, probably year to date, I think there's been about 10 IPOs already this year that have, that have priced. So uh, the market is back. It's it's not off to a sprint, but it, but it's definitely back. All right, definitely something to keep an eye on in the coming months. Yeah, you mentioned tech. Um, it's not going through a great time right now. We've seen a lot of layoffs and headlines. How is this affecting the rest of the, I guess, equity space? Yeah, I, I think especially mega cap tech and a lot of the tech names that rode this cloud wave. Um, I think about the growth rate of the cloud penetration from 2015 through 2022 was on average about 30% per year growth rate. And now is coming down 25, maybe 20% growth, uh, maybe 15. So what happens is the valuation, um, let's pick on Microsoft for a second, uh, that, that it expanded its valuation. Valuation went up by probably 10 turns mm-hmm. from 2015 to 22, um, was predicated on all that cloud growth. So same thing with Amazon. Now, Amazon obviously has, has other businesses, um, but you know, that is, if that starts to slow, that valuation, the multiple comes down and those stocks are going to be tough to try to find footing until that growth rate decelerates and finds kind of a grounding. All right. So in the growth space, you're kind of bearish on tech, mm-hmm. a bit more bullish on biotech, which you think has, I guess, growth in the next few years. How much growth are you looking at in terms of upside? Yeah, look, uh, so on average, um, when the small mid-cap biotech sell off for you know, more than 25 30%, um, you have a rebound of anywhere from 40 to 70% historically. Now, this time might be a little bit different, but the sell-off, uh, we've never seen this, this amount of sell-off, uh, 65% from peak to trough. It's already bounced 30% since the bottom of June, June 22. 
And, and I expect, again, good data coming out, some M&A picking up in the space. And then the big – the rate picture is really going to be the catalyst because as rates went up last year, no one wanted to touch biotechs. These, these are companies that perpetually have to raise capital. So if the cost of capital goes up, they, you know, their discounted cash flow uh, really hurts them. So, so we think that, um, that biotech is going to have a nice tailwind where it's acyclical – uh, idiosyncratic industry that that is finally going to get a little reprieve from the rate picture. Okay, and just to wrap things up, right? If you look at the whole picture, we've got so much to chew on. We've got the <laughs> Russia-Ukraine war, and also the China reopening story, which will possibly give tailwinds to stock markets. How do you allocate your portfolio these days? How much more into biotech are you going into? It's been probably the our favorite area to continue to add to. Everywhere else, we're worried about you know, the macro rate picture potential earnings. And, and as, as you pointed out, the China reopening could cause a major catch-22 for the Fed. If, in, if the China reopening causes inflation to either stay sticky or accelerate from here and the economy decelerates, what does the Fed do? Which side do they pick here? I, I don't know what the answer is. I know they're going to be a, a tough pickle there. But um, that's also – I think that's going to cause some unease in the market. And that's why, again, you know, biotech, acyclical companies that, that we think can grow throughout that, that can ignore the rate picture, ignore some of the backdrop, um, will do pretty well. All right. We'll be chatting Jordan Stewart. He's the Client Portfolio Manager for Federated Hermes, helping us to explain why biotech is the next sector to keep an eye on. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.